I forgot what number Phil is. I think Phil's number two. Maybe. Wait, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Phil's number two. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, I've done. Let me reward this. I have done the show with Phil before. <laughs> I was going to say I've done Phil before, but that's different. <laughs> Who are you? Totally what different. have you done with Jay? <laughs> oh, this is the same Jay. Just, <laughs> just Jay on a Friday. You thought cars were built bad on a Friday. Anyway, <laughs> this is my first time doing the show with you. So oh, I didn't yes. know which one, one makes it different. I always had to mute Phil. I never had to mute you. I had to mute Phil all the time. So I do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's going on, everyone? Jay's two cents here with Nick, of course. Hi. Phil's off doing like wedding crap with a friend. I think it was just an excuse. I think his friend just wanted to get drunk and they were like, let's just tell Jay they're getting that I'm getting married and then he'll let you off. But I wouldn't I mean, let him off anyway. Yeah, we're, yeah. Yeah, we're 20. I went with. In fact, I would wedding. have a lot. I probably have a lot more empathy if he was like, I just want to go get drunk. Like, okay, go. <laughs> Oh, we can do that? <laughs> <laughs> You're about to do that. We're all about to have some much-needed PTO. Uh, we got kind of like a a game-studded show for you, if you will. So technically last night, and we're not going to talk about Starfield because I only started messing around with it. And then I haven't been messing around with it for the sake of like playing the game. First and foremost, I was curious about performance. Oh, I was going to ask, how long did it take for you to get through character creation? <laughs> Well, there's always that dilemma of any game that has a character creation, right? Like, should it make it look like me? But how, yeah, but how detailed? Like, how in depth does it go? Like, is it oh, it goes really detailed. Like cyberpunk levels, or yeah, it's the first game I've seen where it will allow you to blend different presets together. So okay. if you say like, oh, I like nose number seven and I, nose number eleven, you can actually blend them together. Oh, and then you can make adjustments within the blend. All right, the, that's the problem. The more customization you're given, the longer, yeah, the the lo- <laughs> like. By the time I was done with the characterization, I forgot. Oh, yeah, we were mid-conversation, and then I had to, like, respond to her. I was like, I forgot what we were talking about. I don't even <laughs> the, remember what we were talking about. Uh, no, I was talking about in the game. Oh, oh, yeah, because... Okay. Yeah, if you forgot what we were talking about right now, you're already in trouble. <laughs> I already know what we're talking about, and thankfully there's notes. Yeah, I, I was just curious about Starfield's uh, performance, because I had seen some of the initial, like, uh, Digital Foundry stuff. Uh, where it seemed like it was a pretty harsh performer, but then again, I was playing it on a 3900K with a 4090. I'm like, seems good to me. <laughs> so, you know. Um, but no, uh, I, I think it's a game that I don't think it has a built-in benchmark. I wish it did, but I might just start including that in some of our, our benchmark runs. Like maybe like a quick save point or something and use run a certain section? Or maybe just actually finally script movement. That way we can have it be completely A, B, perfect. If that makes sense. Because the problem about anything that's that's like free control by a user using keyboard and mouse is any variance and where you go and how you turn and where you look is can affect the, the performance in some way. Because you already know, like in Cyberpunk, you look at the ground, you look at the sky, the FPS goes way up. Yeah. But we're also encountering that in GTA 5, right? Anything that. with a big world. Yeah. I don't know how big the world is, quote unquote, in Starfield, because Starfield is a, first, is a one player game. But um, I don't know how like far out the world renders, to be honest. Gotcha. I just started messing around with it. Uh, anyway, um, also, too, we're going to be doing a pre-sale for our next shirt design. I don't normally do pre-sales, um, but because we've been selling out of popular sizes, and I think this next um, shirt design is going to be really popular, you guys can see it on, on Twitter, or you can see it in the community tab on YouTube um, for the channel. It's a pretty sick design. Basically, it's a 12-volt high power connector plug melting into my logo. <laughs> <laughs> so uh anyway there's that 
But since Phil's not here, I guess I'm going to let Nick take it away. That's that's odd. Hey, oh, look, geez. it's 2.04. We're a minute early. We're supposed oh, to be there no. at 2.05 or whatever it is. Well, news topics. So this is, yeah. no, I put the news topic in because oh. it kind of leads into some of what we're talking about already. It, yeah, it does I just found way. it to be interesting news that I thought <laughs> would lead into some fun discussion. Gotcha. Well, I mean, as far as technology today, I, it, this hit me last night. I just didn't write it in until this morning. But I was thinking, like, was there a golden era or golden era or people tech or golden era of tech that people people tech yeah well i call it people, people tech, tech versus like car tech because that's my comparison i felt like early 2000s was like peak car because it was it was just all the analog stuff without like a lot of the electrical safeties i think what you're describing when you were talking about this earlier is the technological advancements of computers have helped create a more reliable more powerful vehicle but those had not incurred into the compartment space of the vehicle over like complicating the user experience in the car cop let me or yeah complicating or in other terms like numbing it because i mean like as far as like collision detection or lane lane assist it's like the one that stuck out the most all of that exists because of human yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately have you ever have you ever driven a car with auto braking yeah have you ever had an auto brake on you no Okay, well, I have, so therefore it has saved my ass already. I've, I've only had, like, I mean, another instance was, like, lane control for me was it started forcing itself into a lane that wasn't there. Yeah, because that's the problem. They use cameras. Yeah. They use cameras that point down, and it's, it's trying to detect the, the marker lines. So it hunts for it the other way. It uses cameras that point down, and then it uses actual cameras that look forward as well to look. Basically, the camera is almost like an AI way of verifying what the LiDAR is seeing, right? Mm-hmm. And so... It just has all these checks and balances. It's like, is that, a, is that a lane? Yep, that's a lane. But you might see a seam that's a different color, right? Because our freeway is sometimes it's concrete Patchwork. and blacktop or whatever. Yeah. And it just like goes off to the right. Yeah, I've had the car try and be like, yeah, we're going this way now. It's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And depending on the vehicle, sometimes it's forceful. It's, at you least like... fight the wheel. <laughs> like I find that um, American cars aren't quite as forceful, but I find that European cars are pretty forceful but you can go into the settings and dampen it oh, okay but so what was your experience last night that had you thinking about this i mean i, I like wally i was watching wally and like well people are like, it's a lot of automation going on and of all the things <laughs> to take away from wally <laughs> wait, let's, wait, let's back let's back the thought train up of all the things you could have taken away from wally about pollution and about like just the you know overall it was slobby nature that human beings are it was a real deep rabbit hole because we it started out like where i was watching stars on mars with my sister and then and then it's like okay outer space there's space travel and then somehow ended up like we were talking about wally it's like okay it'll take a while to get to mars but like how like ah it was weird but is how much automation do we need before well in that universe a lot yeah, they had literally skyscrapers made of trash blocks. Yeah, <laughs> trash but bricks. It also it came to it, to me. I I what do you call it? digressed into? There's a lot of automation that I don't like right now. But where was a, where was a sweet spot that I thought was a sweet spot of like the balance between too much automation or not having automation like taking over the li- our lives kind of deal. This this always circles back to the discussion of robots are taking our jobs kind of a thing. But there are jobs that robots can do to to near perfection at a cheaper rate than a human. Yeah. You know, so there's the there's the technological dilemma, right? 
Uh, not to mention robots. Uh, currently, robots don't <laughs> complain. Robots don't form a union. Robots, robots don't get... want benefits. Robots don't have to see the doctor. I mean, they have to see the, the maintenance the tech, guy yeah. or whatever. But they're not going to be like, hey, I want vacation next week. You know? <laughs> it's like also like robots can get kicked over and like like in L.A., the, the automated lunch delivery. Oh, yeah. I saw that news article how people are attacking them. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's nothing they can do. So if you guys don't, if you guys aren't aware, like in L.A. and a lot of other cities, I think this was almost like started in Japan, I think, before and maybe even Korea prior to ever coming to the U.S. But they have food delivery robots or like convenience store delivery robots. It's like little wallies. Yeah. Or thing. like coolers with wheels on it. Basically, yeah, they look like an igloo cooler with just four wheels on it and yeah. a little antenna and stuff, right? <laughs> and it's got cameras and all that crap. And it just goes about it just goes about doing its thing, and it's about to it's a, it's intended to be an automated little delivery service. But apparently, people in LA are attacking them and like smashing them or flipping them on their sides and stuff. I've seen I've seen them get stuck on train tracks too, and they get just like demolished Smashed. by trains. Oh, I haven't seen that because <laughs> they get their wheels stuck in the track. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, I remember the first, well, I think you were with us. Maybe the first time I ever experienced a food robot was at Korean barbecue. Oh, yeah. Remember we was like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, the hell the Jetsons just happened. Like I'd never experienced <laughs> a robot bring me food. That's, I mean, like in a restaurant stereo, it's pretty dope. Like even the conveyor belts or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, outside, and it's very skeptical because there's no one to like supervise them in a sense to make sure they get to their destination. You know, as somebody that's not necessarily the most extroverted type of person or the most, like, socially comfortable person, I'm a little concerned at the amount of lack of human contact that our trajectory is right now. And what I mean by that is this, this tech, like the delivery robots and the delivery waiters and, and all the automated stuff happening now with the, um, you know, self-checkouts, which has been there forever, but the self-ordering now at restaurants and and all that the little the online the pay on the tablet even at like applebee's or whatever it is you, just, you just never even have to talk to a person other than it being dropped off True. like i feel like you we have to maintain some level of human interaction otherwise we sort of revert to a very neanderthal type of interaction between other human beings which at that point is very barb is very caveman <laughs> and what i mean by that is just like uh. it's the lack of empathy or respect for someone else yeah I think I think sense. I has I think a healthy like respect has to be earned from other people. Like, hey, I, you know, I respect everyone. Blah blah blah. To you, act like a jerk to me, and then I'm gonna act like a jerk to you. But the problem is, like, people are so quick to act like jerks immediately in their first interactions. So why that's why Karens are so popular these days. And what I mean by that is, like, just everyone has phones, and then entitlement leads to that type of behavior. And maybe it's because people need to learn how to interact a little better. But do you feel like 20 years from now, this is going to lead to just like, I don't know, nobody knows how to talk to each other anymore? Probably. I honestly wouldn't be surprised at this point. Like, and anything goes in this simulation. <laughs> yeah, I do feel like we're in the DLC already. <laughs> yeah. Like the main storyline's over. We're, we're in Endgame. We're just getting random seasons now. Just <laughs> I feel like it's like the movie Free Guy. Well, they're just writing the game as it's happening. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you don't really know, like, uh, we're just NPCs in this world that's changing around us. I feel And like then suddenly a big, strong, dumb version of us just pops out. The <laughs> hungry! <laughs> you know? I, I think <laughs> that's it's... That's just normal me. Gosh. I don't know. That's that's 5 a.m. workout, you. Yeah. Yeah. I push heavy stuff. <laughs> hungry. <laughs> Coffee. I think the moderators just took over the server at this point. So they're letting it every, just kind of 
free free form. No, well. this is like GTA Five in a hacker lobby. Yeah, <laughs> there is no narrative. Things are just happening. I do feel like we're living in a in a little bit of a hacker lobby, but I mean, okay. So, but can we at least play devil's advocate and flip it and say what has automated improved in your life? Because we can easily say what we don't like about things, but sometimes it's a little harder to say what do I like about this. I like I like the Apple Watch thing a lot, even though I forget to wear it most of this week. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I've seen you wear it. <laughs> uh, our, our weekend thing. That's the last time I remember putting it on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> The thing he loves, he forgets about, guys. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> it, it, it's like notifications. Like It got to a point where it's like, okay, I just need to mute the thing. But I also like having my steps counted. But I gamified my steps. Basically, so you've now gone into the human version of your mile, miles per gallon logging on your car. <laughs> You're just now like, how many steps per day? Yeah, yeah, but they're, they're my steps per day suck. I'm like five thousand a day. That's like nothing. I'm, I'm probably less. I but I, I try to at least fill in two circles: my standing circle and my movement circle. Yeah, but don't be like circle. Phil's friend who set it to like a hundred calories on the move circle. Oh no no, <laughs> I think I mine's set to eleven hundred. Okay, mine's like at five five hundred. Oh. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, look, this body doesn't just happen. Okay. Do you, <laughs> do you want to happen if I stopped moving 1100 calories a day? No, I wouldn't be able to fit through that door again. Probably. Uh-huh. Well, we, need start, we need to start riding our bikes more like again. Uh, yeah. You I, hurt. Uh, <laughs> we need to exercise. Because uh, uh, <laughs> there's only slopes at my place. I need to bring in my, my bike to the office. Exactly. The best thing about slopes is you can get a better exercise in a shorter amount of time. It's uphill everywhere I go. Like, everywhere you go up has to lead to a down to get back to where you came from. But it's the ups that hurt the most. Then don't go up last. Go up first. No, there's like in, in any direction apart from going down the hill is up. That is what not going down is. Oh, my gosh. If you have to go up the hill, start your two-mile. It's short two-mile two, two mile ride is all you got to do with those kinds of hills where you live. <laughs> two miles that way. Okay, four miles total. Two miles that way. Okay, that, that sounds more reasonable. And then turn around and come back. You're coasting the entire way. So you can't count the downhill coasting as quote-unquote exercise. It's only going to be the uphill where you get the yeah. benefit. But you could do uh, so much in 30 minutes versus like going out on the flats and riding 20 miles in an hour and a half. And those, then, those were enjoyable, though. Just like. Yeah, until you knock a pedal off your bike, until you get 16 that, flats. That wasn't on me, though. So the, the pedal part wasn't on me. <laughs> but still, we were almost as far away from the car as we could be. I know. But like, I mean, besides like I have those, expected you to have been like mugged beaten up like because where we broke down was not the best part of upland by the way so i mean i lived through that it's it's okay <laughs> yeah. Like, I get it. but yeah i mean that those are those are decent i just like the mileage that we got on those because it was like a steady mileage versus an intense uphill climb just for a downhill See, that's the thing. Someone said e-bike, LOL. Like, I get it. If, if you need to commute, I, if I commuted by bike, I'd probably use an e-bike. Because mm-hmm. you can still pedal an e-bike and, and help yeah, along the like way. Yeah, it's like electric motors. The more you pedal, the less battery you're going to use, right? Yeah. But you have, like, really big long range versus... And it, it, and some of the hills would be nice just to use them to help go up. But yeah. e-bike would be awesome for commuting. But for me, like, cycling has always been just exercise. So an e-bike is just counterproductive to the idea of exercising. Because if that battery dies, now you get a big, fat, heavy bike that you got to pedal back to wherever you're going. Because e-bikes are anything but lightweight, that's for sure. They're pretty chunky. I only rode one once, and that was down by the beach. Yeah, but that's a beach ride. 
Yeah. I mean, it still felt heavy, heavy to pedal. It wasn't. I mean, I would agree with you regard when I asked you what tech that you, automation, whatever has, has improved your life or that you, I agree with the watch. I, I never, ever forget my watch. And if I do, I'm just like, oh man, I'm totally naked right now. Well, like, don't look at me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so weird, but I'm trying to think of like automation. Automation is all about autom- automatic tech, right? It's something that happens automatically. I think, or we could categorize it as things that make things streamlined easier, make things easier. I forgot what the name, what word was for call it, making it easier. Convenience, convenience, making things That's more not, convenient. But that doesn't necessarily involve automation. Or it, but it involves tech in general, right? Yeah, but you 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 said automated. Um, yeah. Okay. On here, I should have rephrased it then in terms that just like convenience slash automation. Okay, I do find self checkout convenient because again, like I just said, I don't want to talk to people, so yeah, I'm part of the problem. It's easy. Like I don't want to talk to the cashier. I don't want to have that fake conversation. Hello, how's your day? You really don't care. The only gripe <laughs> I have is like Lowe's or something because I mean, you could use the discount cards. Some like usually like a uh, my military ID card back in the day. Well, mine like, expired a long, long time ago, so I don't get that anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, like for other situations, I wouldn't see like a need for talking to an actual human. But like, if they got to verify something for a discount, then I'd rather have a human. Do you see? You guys always give us a hard time that we don't let Phil or Nick talk. But he just said he doesn't want to talk to people as well. It's true. I don't want to talk to people. Like, <laughs> like. Even if even if you said it yourself right now, like, hey, I don't talk much during the podcast by like They won't believe me. Yeah, if you were like, I choose not to talk much, like we <laughs> could just be sitting here and be like, Nick, talk. You'd be like, Why why oh, talk oh, when few words do work? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me mechanic know what me mean when me say no my me car no go. Yeah, car no go space. <laughs> <laughs> why use many words when few words do trick? Yeah. <laughs> That's an office quote if you guys are wondering. <laughs> Okay, me do, me do. <laughs> Go now. <laughs> they thought he was having a stroke. It was like a, it was one of the best episodes. Yeah. <coughs> What's up? <laughs> I just want to see what'll happen if I have to let you drive the conversation. Oh my god! I'm letting the audience learn. They're go- oh, they're gonna, they're gonna learn, learn today. You know how quiet it is without Phil laughing. It is, but it's, <laughs> it's like weird for us too, guys. That I don't have my headphones on, so it's a lot louder. <laughs> right, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, God. Uh, you're right. What is what is you the do talk louder with the headphones me? on, even though you can hear yourself. Right, right. Okay, <laughs> but I mean, like, well, oh yeah, electronic doors, like the ring doors or something. That's not. I thought you were talking about the the just the the or the keypad. No, no. I, so the back in the, when I was a kid, the automatic doors that would open at like grocery stores the had that I'd... pressure pad, the pressure pad. Oh, you had to okay. step on the pad and that's what would make it open. Then they took out the sensor. And I love how you become so accustomed to it always opening. But the one time it doesn't, <laughs> you're, you're guaranteed to make a smudge on the glass, right? <laughs> and it's always forehead or nose. Blah, blah, oh, what the hell? And it, I feel like sometimes people turn that off for fun. I but it's too. like, or, or, or you get the lazy one that doesn't open right away. So you're like, that. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you wave your hand like open <laughs> force it's not okay every kid has ever been like open and then watch it open and be like i know magic it's like the coolest thing ever yeah you know get a tesla so you can do summon it's like <sighs> and it's coming and it just keeps going and crashes and crap because it's a tesla 
Oh, no. I, I did the summon on a Honda Fit and summoned it into the garage. So. Okay, so you talk about automation and convenience. That wasn't convenient. But one of the things <laughs> that has really started growing, especially in very populated metropolitan areas, are the AI robo-taxis. Mm, I read about those. Would you get in one? No. Did you know that, that Chevrolet was just ordered to reduce its fleet by half because of the amount of accidents that have been involved with their robo-taxis? No. <laughs> I, I think we should that. do a video where we three go for making... a ride in a robo-taxi. Let me get a Hans device first. <laughs> like, I have yeah, the yeah. helmet. Let me get a Hans device. Yeah, no, Chevrolet, Chevrolet was, I think they were using Bolts or e, uh, either Bolts or Volts. I'm not sure which, but yeah, they have like a self-driving robo-taxi car. No. I want to do a video where we get in one. I'm legit need to Because I think they have them in <laughs> Vegas too. Yeah, I need to legit bring my, my helmet then. If that's going to happen. <laughs> Is there anyone in chat that's from Vegas? I'm pretty sure Vegas has those as well. Oh, I can message, but I'll do it after the show. Yeah, but that doesn't help us during the show. Okay, well, I'll message him now then. Jay, Nick, and Phil go to Vegas to ride robo-taxi. They were never heard from again. <laughs> yeah. Drives us to Red Rock. Just drops us off in the middle of the desert in the middle of the summer. Or Hoover, Hoover Dam. Just get... I thought you said Hooter, Hooter Dam. I was like, is that like a new, is that like a new restaurant? Because... Let me look it up after I send this message. <laughs> Johnny Murder Cab. <laughs> Are you messaging Nazar? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Vegas has the robo-taxi. It makes sense with the amount of drunks that they have there. You know, but the problem is, is robo taxis continue to crash into things, and that's because I feel like the taxi can't respond—not the taxi, but the AI self-driving aspect of the car—can't respond fast enough to s- how fast an idiot can perform. <laughs> <laughs> if you build that's something best, smart, we will build best. a better idiot. Like yes. that's how it's. <laughs> yes. that is that is the the way that I feel. Like, that's how I think these crashes keep happening. I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily just like the robocar just didn't stop or whatever. I think if someone does some sort of a, such a random maneuver in front of it that it cannot figure it out. Yeah, I can't compute. Or or maybe the people who literally just like sleep and let the car drive itself. There's that one article about the guy in San Francisco. Yeah, but Francisco. in the robotaxi, you're in the back. Oh. There's there's nothing there's no one up front, right? So, so yeah, you're not, literally a passenger. Yeah, no, I'd be really car. scared. Like, I would, yeah. Think okay. of the lawsuit. It's America. <laughs> Think of the lawsuit. Okay. Oh, I can't walk, but I'm super rich now. <laughs> <Just like. laughs> I mean, cool. I feel like self-driving cars are never going to be reliable until we have uh, talkback roads. What I mean by that is the car and the road are talking to each other. Like the road is a network. And the road and the car are talking to each other. Like uh, Rise of the Empire. Yeah. 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 So the car, so the car, the road will tell the car, hey, this stoplight's going to turn red in 20 (laughs) seconds or whatever. Yeah. So the car already knows what's happening because the road is telling it. But when it has to make sense by using cameras, how many times have you seen stoplights that are one, not working properly, or like the red doesn't turn on or the green doesn't turn on. Or it's like the shortest yellow light ever. Or it's faded. Like the bulb, like some of them are not LED around here still. Maybe we still have some of the old ones with the lens on it. Oh, have okay. you seen those? No. Like if the sun hits it just right, you can't tell what color's on because they're all look illuminated. It just looks like red, yellow, green is on. Like oh. all of them because the sun hits it just right. Jeez. So imagine you're an AI vehicle trying to make sense of that. Or <laughs> how, how many times have you been driving down a street and you didn't see a stop sign coming up because there's a tree or a bush grown in front of it. Oh yeah. Seen those Imagine your AI trying to make sense of that. But like, oh, there's no stop sign here. <laughs> yeah, right through it goes. Whoops. So that's what I'm saying. Until, until the roads can be intelligent and talk back, 
Now we have millions upon millions upon millions of miles of road in the U.S. alone. How are you going to do that? Because I feel like it had to be built into the road. I think uh, Disney needs to uh, send their Imagineers over to help 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 with that situation. It's almost like you'd have to put down whatever network on the ground and then pave over it again. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you'd have, have to, to build the road up. Yeah. I don't think we could tear them up. But I did see this thing years ago, though, that was this crazy, like, it was a smart street. It was, like, tiles mm-hmm. that they, like, they look like hexagon tiles, like honeycomb that were, like, clicked together. And multiple things happened. One, they were able to, they were solar panels. Yeah. So they were able to create power. I think I read about this before. Yeah. Too. And then, two, they also had, like, a network built in that could talk to vehicles. And they, that was supposed to be, like, one of the fixes of, like, here's how we can get to the next level of self-driving cars. But this was, like... Probably five, seven years ago, something like that. Honestly, I think phase one would be something like solar power reflectors on the on the shoulders to kind of set like a main boundary, right? And then eventually, like they'll phase in the the little dots in the middle of the road or something. Okay, there is an estimated four point one eight million miles of of paved road in the U.S. That's paved. <laughs> Believe it or not, there's a lot of roads in the U.S. that are not paved. Like that people live on and stuff. Oh, so I believe it. they'd be completely asked out <laughs> on a self-driving car uh, if it came down to needing the roads. They have to go to the manual control. <laughs> that project failed to get funding support. Yeah, I, I remember they were like, I think they were really trying to uh, crowd ki- or crowd fund that. But oh, no, that's the, the thing. You get these some of these great ideas, but it's just they, they never go anywhere. Yeah. Oh, the, no, ideas are free. Making it happen costs a lot of money. Unfortunately. But maybe it's also a good thing in some parts because if it's a really, it turns out to be bad, then oh, we save that much money. But something like this, I think it needs a little bit more time to cook in the oven, the idea oven per se, to sell more people on it. I don't know. I don't know if in my lifetime I'll ever see like the iRobot type of self-driving car. But I think in my kids' lifetimes, maybe. I have no comment. Like, I, th- <laughs> I think that's doable. Uh, Nazar said uh, Vegas does have automated taxis. Yeah, I thought so. Let's go to Vegas. If we go to CES, we have to do it. All we right. have to. Let me message John so I can get my Hans device. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure your health insurance and your life insurance are paid up. Okay. <laughs> what is life? <laughs> uh, the, the downside is I think everyone in Vegas is going to be trying to use those robo taxis too. So that's the downside. Like I feel like we have to try and do it either before or after CES officially kicks off, but... And also, I think they also only service the strip, like hotel to hotel type of. It really in Vegas, in Vegas specifically. I remember this campaign. It was really pushed about reducing DUIs and drunk driving incidents. Mm. Okay. If there's ever a city that needs it, yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm kind of interested just to see, even before CES, just how their infrastructure handles Formula One. Yeah, you're right. That's coming up this year. Yeah, because yeah. it's taking a, like a good quarter of, or a good section of the strip, and I don't know, like logistic wise, how they're going to get people working around it. Even, I I wonder if they're going to construct temporary bridges to go over the strip to get from one side to the other. Because mm. they have those bridges now, yeah, but they're yeah. only at the intersections. I wonder if they're going to construct some temporary like metal ones. I mean, just like the amount of people though. Like, I it, think they need if it. Long Beach can do it. <laughs> Okay, I know it's F1, yeah. but still, I think if Long Beach can do the Grand Prix, which is arguably one of the biggest racing events in the U.S. And they run it for, what, two different weekends because Formula D is one right. weekend. Right, and then Miami does it too. Mm. These are very populated cities that I think have shown that it can work. 
Like, have you ever? I, I know you've gone walking around Long Beach with Brian before. Yeah. You ever looked at the curbing where you can still see? It? Yeah. You ever looked at them and go, "How the hell do these cars work over this surface? Because it's so uneven and bumpy." They just do it. <laughs> they, have, they have plenty of downforce to support it. Still, <laughs> downforce over those bumps, you're gonna feel it. You know, Mag- magnetic paint will allow cars to sense one another. Okay, so making like a metallic paint—that's interesting. Okay, idea. that's cool. Cars being cars sensing each other is only the start of the solution. Because mm-hmm. what you need right now is not you and I next to each other going, "Hey, you're a person. <laughs> hey, you're a person too." We need, "Hey, where are you going? And how fast are you going? Are you about to turn?" You know, like, <laughs> wait, wait, we, let me go first. We let need communication <laughs> other than "Hello, fellow car," because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we are all of our cars. And if anything built like within the last 10 years, for sure, already goes, there's a car there. There's a car there. And do you know that just about any car that has brake assist, um, lane keep, awareness assist, you know, cars, like awareness assist is the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, that, like awareness just lets you, a little blind spot. Like, no. No? Awareness is they actually have cameras in the dash watching the driver. And it knows when your eyes are not looking at the road. Oh. So I... Every single time, oh crap! They knew I wasn't looking at the road. Okay, cool, they're gone. Cool. Okay, so <laughs> the the I could think of two times since I've had cars with auto braking and all that sort of stuff that it auto braked, and it wasn't when traffic was like. It's not like traffic came to a a, a a real sudden stop, and I wasn't able to react fast enough. It's traffic was starting to slow down. And my eyes were not, I was either looking at the radio, admittedly, maybe my phone or something like that. And then it does the do, 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 and it looked, and it's basically saying break. But it didn't start breaking yet. Oh, so it gives you a chance to intervene. It knows, like, it. bro, traffic stop, dude, look, right? Yeah. If I hadn't re- re- reacted fast enough, it then would have done it. Now, only one time I've ever had a vehicle break for me because traffic in front of me decided to literally do, like, let's do an F1 braking maneuver in front of me, mm-hmm. right? And I knew about that. That was in the AMG when it did all kinds of crazy things, right? Yeah, I ended up taking over and fighting it because I didn't like what it did. But that was an auto-braking function where the beeping and the braking happened at the same moment. So, yeah, you can turn off that function, but it freaks a lot of people out thinking like, yo, there's my car is watching me. (laughs) It's the same argument of like smart TVs that have cameras built in, laptops that have cameras, your phones have cameras, right? I mean, a little fun fact about Steve. I don't know if you guys know this. Steve always keeps a piece of tape over his camera lenses. Front-facing and rear-facing. Rear-facing, probably not so much, but front-facing, he keeps a piece of tape on it. That's, Always. I mean, that's fair. Back in college, I, all, like, everyone I knew had pieces of tape over their MacBooks. Yeah. And, and stuff like that. I'm like, why do you guys do that? It's like, because it's always on. Like, you know it's always on. Yeah. Have you? Everyone in chat has probably experienced this. I, I'm fairly certain every single person in chat right now has a smartphone of some kind, whether it's old or new, has mentioned something, talked about something with someone. And had an ad for it on their phone the same day, having never typed it into your phone. Yeah. <laughs> I know uh, for a fact that that, because it happens to me all the time. Yeah. Like one time I, I remember making a comment to my wife or something like that. I was like, I was like, we're, I was like, if we don't change our ways, because I'm always like, hey, we need to like reduce our spending, right? But if we don't change our ways. We're going to be living in a tent in the forest. <laughs> Literally, I got an ad for tents. <laughs> Not even oh, kidding. Gosh. And oh, I'm like, yeah. son of a... <laughs> they're listening i think the last time it got me was uh i was talking about overlanding but oh was, you start getting like ads got, for like racks I, and stuff no i got specific on a car and then oh. and then the ads started coming up for the car but not only for the car but like the overland attachments for the car i was like 
Oh no, this and is getting someone, too scary. And someone <laughs> paid in that amount of time, automation, by the way, <laughs> paid someone to serve that ad to you. Yeah. That quickly. How do I do that? Like I want to make money like that. Just <laughs> serving it. The people who figured all that out are freaking flying in rocket ships right now for fun. Oh, no. That's, a, that's too much. Like, so, that, that's, the class, that's the class of society we're talking about see, right like now. See, like SpaceX and Blue Origin, that's doing too much. I need like the maybe a tear down. Below. But when I'm saying you said, how do you, how do you do that? I'm telling you, those people, like the money from that is what's funding yeah. that. You know, I was thinking, how do I become the, the ad? To be shoved in your face. Someone said privacy is not a thing of the past. I think they mean now a thing of the past. Privacy has always been a thing of the past. It's just it's way more in your face now. In fact, I think the, the big data is even more in your face now. That's what I was going to say. It's like they're just unabashed about it now. They don't even hide it anymore. Yeah. It, it used to be under wraps, but like even Facebook. But do you know why? Because we all willingly have a million devices in our person or in our home or in our car. And the cookies. to Because to, of the convenience you talked about. Mm. it's just become a way of life. Now, here's the thing. I, I, I have a unique perspective of this because I live in the public. I mean, we all live in the public, but I mean, like, admittedly, if you take a random person off the street, the amount of people that are paying attention to what they're doing versus what the amount of people paying attention to someone like myself or any other tech YouTuber or any YouTuber or any, I hate the term influencer, but obviously there's a lot of people watching. So privacy is not something I've really had much of over the last few years. So I get to the point where I'm like, okay, so you know my shopping habits. So what? You know what I mean? I don't personally care. Yeah. I don't personally care. But the problem is that same information can, can lead to personal attacks and hacks and stuff like that. Because it's that, it's that sending of data back and forth that gets picked up and then, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be an online purchase and they sniff the bank account. Heck, you, you're more than likely to get hacked at the gas station with your credit card than you are online these days yeah see it all the time um like the the dummy covers like in the videos and stuff yeah well one of the latest scams that i've heard about that was happening says the guy in camera i just said that i just said i'm the guy i'm the guy that has no privacy anyway can somebody escort him out please heckler (laughs) it's like comedy club (laughs) oh man anyway uh i i read about a more a recent scam that's taking place locally uh, I think it was just at Bank of America and they put out a little notice on like the next door app or whatever to tell everyone like, Hey, beware. What happens is like people are the, the quote unquote hackers or scammers. They are putting bubble gum, like shoving gum in the card reader. So what's happening is it's stopping the card from going in all the way. Mm-hmm. And then what they do is they sit around like pretending like they were on another ATM and then telling them like, Oh yeah, that one doesn't work. You have to use the tap. Because, you know, now you can use the tap function at an ATM. Oh, the N- NC? The N- NFC. NFC, yeah. Yeah, the NFC tap. So you have tap to pay. You can do tap at ATM as well. So once you tap, put in your PIN number and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. The difference between tap and a physical card is, you know, the ATM hangs onto your card now. Yeah. And it makes you take your card before you get your money. Yeah. Because what would happen is people take their money and forget their card and off they go. The scam is... They'll, they'll tell you to use tap and then they'll distract you or whatever. And then the person forgets to end the transaction. So once they've walked away and that transaction is still active, it's still open. It's still open. Now they still have to have the pin number to take more money again. But -hmm. if they've gone through all that and gotten to that point, they've more than likely already somehow witnessed you put in your pin number. 
And it's happening enough to where Bank of America had to put out a like a little notice of like, hey, you know, if the card doesn't work, you know, we recommend, you know, checking your surroundings, make sure no one like don't let people help you, et cetera, et cetera, because yeah. they're they're forcing the card reader to not work, so you have to use tap. And I'm like So tap's the more vulnerable way to get your stuff skimmed. It, yeah, in the in the sense that you can't you you're not guided by the remove your card to remind you like, hey, let's end the transaction. Because yeah, my my personal cards don't have the NFC chip yet. So oh. I think next round it's gonna happen. Is that because you're in a credit union? The the newer cards from the credit union still have have the NFC chip. Mm. I just have the the old model. Yeah, <laughs> it's another reason why like people love like Ridge Wallet and stuff like that is because they have Faraday cages for the cards. Yeah, I got mine has a liner on the on the inside. I've of my been wallet. debating doing that. I I haven't personally had anything skimmed or whatever in a while, um, but that's because I'm pretty diligent about when I go to the gas station. I check like I go to the same gas gas stations regularly, so mm. I know when something seems off. Yeah, and the gas stations that I go to are pretty good about keeping the the tamper tape like all over the damn thing. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, the, what what people do with that right is they'll they'll just put a keypad on top of the keypad, and then all it does is pass through. But I feel like it, it's brazen for someone to feel comfortable with taking their equipment and attaching it to a gas pump right in, right there in front and in, in plain as day. Mm-hmm. You know. They probably have someone going inside and distracting the workers with some questions or something stupid. Like, oh, I want these scratchers or whatever, right? You all know how long it takes. I I don't buy them, but I've been in line (laughs) buying people that are like, I want scratchers and how long it takes for them to buy them and activate that crap. I think there needs to be like a separate line for those people. (laughs) I just want some Gatorade student. (laughs) So I think there's a pretty, pretty solid routine on how people get that to work. But that's another thing I hear people all the time on these apps like, hey, be careful, just went shopping, you know, got gas, whatever, and I got home and saw that there was like $500 run on my card at the same gas station after me. I'm like, okay. Okay. But that, that's just about people having to be maybe a little less oblivious through life, if that makes sense. I think, yeah. I mean, maybe it's a personal fear, but that's why I don't even use like the NFC stuff on my phone. Like, I don't use my phone to pay for anything. Yeah, I don't do like the, I don't have a phone on the wallet or anything like that. I just. You mean you don't have, you don't have cards in the phone wallet? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't keep my stuff. The only in stuff there. I have in there is like my AAA, you know, if we're flying anywhere, I have my like, my, oh, yeah, my, boarding my ticket, passes yeah. and stuff. But I don't put like, I don't no. put payment information in there. I don't even, yeah, I don't need my credit card. In now there, that so. stuff is all encrypted on a, on a non-crackable physical version of the chip. I don't know if you know that. On these iPhones, like, it is stored physically on the chip. It's not stored in a cloud or anything like that. Okay. As long as Apple's telling the truth. <laughs> yeah. And we've all heard the companies be like, we don't save your data. Mm. Hey, look at all the data we found that <laughs> you're saving. Like, hello, Anchor, we're looking at you. <laughs> so we had a leak <laughs> recently, <laughs> and it might have had personal info. <laughs> Oh, you mean the personal <laughs> info that you're not hanging on to? Yeah, that yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah, that yeah. personal info. Oh, cat's out gotcha. the bag. Hey. Yeah. We live in a uh, a freaking, like, it's Wild West online. It's it, it, And, and forum, scammers on forums, like oh, car yeah. parts forums and stuff. It's nuts it's right abundant, now. Yeah. It is crazy. Like, the latest scam is, oh, I don't have the part you're looking for, but my friend does. Contact him. Right. It's just insane. Like we've all seen the scam attempts that now I used to be like, Phil and I talked about this and I know you've heard us talk about this. I used to think anyone that would contact me with the quote unquote WhatsApp or whatever scams that have been in the comment sections of YouTube videos, Mm -hmm. we'd never paid attention to this. 
Oh yeah. They pretend to be the creator and then you want a prize. So and so. Yeah. And then what they do is they get people to um, believe they won something, but they have to pay for shipping. So they're just getting tons of like $100, $200 shipping fees, like left and left, right. That's how they're making money is and on the no sh- tracking number. <laughs> yeah. Fake tracking numbers, yeah. you know, but um, I'm telling you right now, I used to think these are the stupidest people in the world to fall for this. Like, uh, like, one, my name is spelled wrong, like way wrong. Yeah. Two, it's broken English. Maybe that's my fault <laughs> because maybe people just think I type like I talk, yeah. which I kind of oh. do. But still, is it not odd that you're looking at what shipping is going to be from like Manila, the Philippines, right? Why, why would ask yourself why would Jay's two cents be sending me? A PS5, which, by the way, I've never given away a PS5, or an Apple iPhone, which is like the common giveaway is PS5 or iPhones. And why is it coming from the Philippines, right? Anyway, <laughs> so aside from all of these these intelligence tests, I still get emails. It's been a while now. I've been a part. It's no longer in beta anymore, but YouTube really did a... Crackdown on those? Well, they trained the, the AI to detect them better. I still think all they should have done is just... Make it so that you can't have freaking num- alphanumeric usernames because they're putting the WhatsApp number in the username. That's how oh, they were doing it. Okay. Easy fix and don't allow special characters, but I have to assume there's something in their coding that it's not that simple. Anyway, um, I still get people that will message me and say, hey, uh, I just think you should know about this scam that's happening. And I'm like, I have made videos about it. I have tweeted about it. I have put community posts about it. I have put pinned comments about it. I have talked about it in my videos. If you are this unaware, and and, and I've told this to a couple people before, it's maybe not nice, and in hindsight, I feel a little bad about it, but I've told them before, you are the problem. Like, what do you mean I'm the problem? I'm the one that got scammed. Yeah, because you fell for so much stupidity along the way. You've proved to them this works. So they'll keep doing it, yeah. So although you've now like wised up to the scam, you have given them every incentive to keep going. Even There's been people too that have been like, well, I'm glad I caught this. I didn't give them any money, so good on me. It's like, no, bad on you because you contacted them. Just the fact that you contacted them was enough to make them want to keep going. I think, I mean, I've, I've only had one recent scam recently on it was Instagram, but it was an account. I followed one account because they had some really cool content. And then eventually I got an account that looked similar. It was like a screenshot of their picture. And then they DM'd me like out of the blue. I'm like, no, like I, mean, I, I, I automatically blocked it. But it was weird because as soon as I blocked that, like three more accounts that are copy pasted. Yeah, because it's all right it's all automated. Mm. Those are those are bots. Yeah, those are bots, one hundred percent. And they're bots that are interconnected with the account that you're following. So the one that you actually followed may be legit, but they're bots that somehow are just constantly scanning the followers list yeah. and just blasting them out. Yeah. So um, here's another popular scam that takes place. So I don't know if you how often you go to Facebook. I only go to Facebook for some of the like enthusiast groups. So I belong to like an R8 group. I belong to like the Camaro group and some of the local, local, like what's happening around your area type of forums. Yeah. And the scams I just told you about where people are trying to sell something in a group or they're trying to buy, like a want to buy. They're like, hey, contact my friend. He can blah, blah, blah. And I see the screenshots like literally every day someone falls for this crap. Okay. So in the R8 forums the other day or posts the other day on Facebook, it was someone that said, 
It just said, hey, R8 enthusiasts, which is the name of the, like, the, the group, post those R8 picks. And I was like, click on the, on the profile. It had been created that day. Mm. So what happens is when you reply to the bot, you're feeding it all the usernames of people that it's going to, now it's going to basically have this database of people in that form, in that group, to try and do these scams with. Uh, and that was something that one of the one of the moderators had been like, hey, if you notice anyone like doing the whole post pics of your ride thing and their account is brand new, don't reply because it's going to put you on their little bot database thing. Yeah, there's like 450 replies in a day. Dude. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even reply to tell people like, don't reply to this crap because that would put me on it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's I mean, you probably had it in your I want to say like Camaro forms probably, but you know, all of them. Okay, you always have like the one person that's like out of state trying to sell something in a local forum, and then yeah, they <laughs> yeah, it's an automatic red flag if they can't read the. Those are the people locations. that. Those are the people that um, they'll they'll make the deal seem too good to be true. So then, what you end up doing is you end up giving them even partial money, like or a whatever. deposit, yeah, yeah, or whatever. First of all, who's selling anything online is ever willing to take a deposit? <laughs> okay, that should be red flag number one. Red flag number two. Um, if, if, so one, I think you've probably seen it in like the Nissan stuff, you'll find one, you'll find like four or five people complaining about a quote unquote scammer that sold them all the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's, I think, I think the, the Z people are, are very easily targeted because there's only X amount of hot boy parts people want for that car. Let me, let me tell you what one my mom keeps falling for. Now my mom is 75 years old. Okay. I love my mom to death. Actually, no, she's 74. Take that back. She was born in, in 47. The whole, we've just recharged your account. We just re, what is it, restarted your Norton subscription for 500 and blah, blah, blah dollars. Oh. I didn't order Norton. I better call them and fix this right now. Oh, no. Like three different times. Guess what? All three times, she had money missing from her bank account within days. And I always ask her, I'm like, mom, did you give them any information? No, I swear I didn't give them any information. Two days later, there's a thousand dollars missing from my account. Did you really give them info? No, I didn't give them any info. It's like the share screen and the, you, you, you gave them info, right? (laughs) Did did they tell you to click on anything? Well, yeah, they wanted to verify my account. Like, oh no, you can't protect your own parents. <laughs> it's funny, like the reverse, the reverse role right there. They gotta learn. It's like I'm the parent now. <laughs> okay, that are like the the scam UPS delivery text messages. Oh yeah, 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 dude. It's and the, and even the UPS like there's so many typos and crap on it. Yeah, dear I, dear UP customer, I've gotten them before. UP customer, like the S was missing. Oh I bet God. you I have one on my phone right now. But I, like I have I have a legit UPS account, so I get I get notified. Yeah, you get UPS. automatically told someone's yeah. shipping something to you. Yeah, but then like yeah, I had the, the false ones. It's off by a letter or the web the link that it attaches itself to is like that's not a normal UPS link. I almost <laughs> like, got got once. There was one that was really good, and it almost got me. Oh, it almost got me. It was the your Google password has successfully been changed. What? What? So you know YouTube and all it's through a Google account. It's not through a YouTube account. So yeah. they're Google accounts. Yeah. I looked I clicked on the email, like opened up the email. The for the page looks super legit. All the writing it's like they took an actual copy of and the legit you've changed your password confirmation. And then it was like, if this wasn't you, click here. And I was like, uh, 
let me click that email real quick. Click the email and then saw the fucking the the crazy gibberish. ass gibberish. And I'm like, <laughs> not today, scammer. Dude. <laughs> not oh. today. And I did change my password immediately after. And you know, my passwords are all 128 characters. Yeah. So Dude. thank God for vaults. It, uh, as long as the vault stays secure. Yeah, as long as the vault is safe. <laughs> I spent a whole day migrating, and I don't want to do that again. I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice to use a vault because I have so many accounts with so many complex passwords. You know, uh, I just do the best I can to stay ahead of, of if there's some sort of an issue with the vault. I make sure that I change the masters and change everything under it after the masters changed. But they yeah. uh, <laughs> said so, so we want Jay's mom on RTFM. No, you don't. No, my mom's a sweet lady, but she'd be like, <laughs> "Hello, <laughs> this is so nice." I think our moms should just like be on a podcast, and we should watch just them. them yes, yeah, yes. Oh man, what would it be? The it'd be the the P and M show, the the Peggy and Melanie, Melanie show. <laughs> Welcome to the Peggy and Melanie show. Oh, no, Could I, you just, I just want to know what, what kind of stories they're going to pull out. Like. It's just going to be talking crap about us. You know that, right? Yeah. Don't you just love it when? <laughs> Mom, you're embarrassing me in front of my friends. That's, that's why I don't want to. I don't want to be there physically. I just want to sit in and listen. But you have to ask my mom if she'll be on. She'll tell me no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like the whole. You ask my mom if you can stay yeah, the night. She'll tell me no. I'll ask your mom if you ask my mom because if I ask my mom, she's going to say no. No, no. We that'd be a great podcast one day. <laughs> Melanie, Peggy, and then I don't know Phil's mom's name, but Phil's mom over there. Oh my gosh! Like a Mother's Day special. And here's the thing. You guys don't know this. All three of our moms are immigrants. <laughs> so literally, it's, it's like, just, that would be some culture clash right there, just to see how it goes. Because your mom is Indian. Mm -hmm. My mom is German. And Phil's mom is obviously Filipino. <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, just like, the, I want. Could you imagine that? She just drop some cue cards. Like, what are the similarities? Yeah, we would just have to give them like, okay, if the discussion starts lagging, go to the next bullet point and just yeah. see what comes out. <laughs> Oh my gosh! How common were timeouts versus spankings? <laughs> just, I have to wonder how many people would pop in just randomly be like, "What is Jay, Nick, and Phil's moms saying? <laughs> what do they have to say about their children?" My mom for sure would have to have a glass of wine. My mom's a wino. She drinks wine like, like it's water, right? She she has a glass of wine with dinner every night. Like it's white Zinfandel. It's her thing, right? White okay. Zinfandel. It's barely wine, as far as I'm concerned. But <laughs> and I'm not even a wine drinker. I think. I, my mom would probably say, can you make me a cocktail? I'm like, okay, fine. Let's do something simple. I feel like, here's the way I feel like it would go. I feel like my mom, I love her to death, would never shut up. Just like me. I feel like your mom <laughs> would be the agreeing type. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Because I see it, it all the time. Yep. Yep. That's what your mom does, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and you know what else? And then she like adds to it, right? And then I feel like uh, Phil's mom would actually be giggling just like Phil sitting over there. Because I've, I've like heard, he showed me videos before of like okay. a, a video chat or something that's taking place or whatever. I feel like, because for everything he's told me, she's still like a 27-year-old. So I imagine she'd be over there just drinking something and just giggling away. Like the youngest of, of the bunch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so she could lead the show. How old's your mom? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> How old's your sister? Uh, oh my god oh, do you know anything about how old is baxter baxter is gonna turn four see what i mean guys <laughs> he's turning four on november 5th <laughs> my sister is two years younger than me so that'll make her 30 you're old thanks so are you <laughs> i don't try and hide it 
god. I also walk around wearing Supreme. What do you mean? I don't know. You, you seem like a Supreme guy. Oh, a hype beast? No, my, my What's a high beast? A hype beast, like oh. the clothing. I said high beast. What's a high beast? I, I believe that's Is that Mr. Beast? Is that a new Mr. Beast channel? High beast? <laughs> no. <laughs> Mr. Beast on gummies. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, no, no, no. All right. <clears throat> uh, I had a topic on here, ironically. Oh, Where'd you did? Go? Yeah, I did. It's wow. just wait. I don't know why there's like a whole Dude, page of gap. A, this isn't a topic. This is like, what is this? Like a, it looks like a opening for a re- research theory. Like, <laughs> well, I did my, I did my homework. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying to do, I'm trying to do my diligence. Give me the credit. <laughs> Good credit. <laughs> All right. So my topic is actually about the, uh, I want to talk about the Volition Games uh, shutdown. So okay. Game Informer is talking about this and I guess, you guys don't know, Volition Game is a studio that has made... Um, Saints Row. Saints Row, Red Dawn. There's a few other... They've been around for 30 years. Been around a long time. Red Dawn or Red Faction? Or, I'm sorry, Red Faction. Oh, okay. Um, this is probably, I don't know, Red something, right? But Red Faction. They've been around for like 30 years. But this this story... And this is why like companies can't hide anything ever. Because it was employees that went into work and were told, hey, there's no more job. And they immediately went onto Twitter and were like, hey, uh, apparently Volition Gaming's, uh, Games is or Studios is out of work um so i kind of did some digging on this to figure out like what happened here so uh embracer group which is a swedish swedish holding company we'll talk about what a holding company is in a second um bought volition games in 2018 now embracer also was in the middle of a deal with a saudi arabian part uh, company well i guess it was a saudi arabian funded com- organization called savvy games that was supposed to i guess really heavily invest into embracer but Mm. they pulled it was supposed to be a two billion dollar deal they pulled out now embracer apparently relocated to saudi arabia because they wanted to be close to that partnership and then it didn't happen so so stuck in saudi arabia with no partner well embracer is stuck right now with no money because what happened was when the when the when the, I don't want to say merger, but when the partnership didn't happen, mm-hmm. their stocks just whew, right bottomed out, like hit and scraped along the ground. So what does that mean as a holding company? Well, do you know what a holding company is? No. Okay, so yeah, I'm, you're reading my notes. I'm sure you're going to explore. Yeah. <laughs> a holding company is a company that's in business to do nothing more than own other businesses. They hold the shares of companies. Okay. They don't create anything. They don't produce anything. They just own other companies. And they basically are just going around buying companies. So what happens when the parent company fails? The company, the companies under them fail with them. Yeah. So part of what uh, of Embracer is doing is Embracer is restructuring the company because now obviously to stay viable, they have to trim off all of these things that they consider not making money for them. So that Volition Studios is one of them. But they released, they recently released a game. Uh, they Saint well Rose with it too, it. yeah. But I know a lot of people said the the newest Saint Rose sucked. Oh, but okay. I, I never played it, but I haven't touched. I it. know Saint Saints Row was a like a popular title growing up. It was fun. I played three and four. Yeah. So to me, it's like this is this is where I feel like some of these gaming studios or even indie companies or startups get kind of caught up in that. When you see a big company come in and want to throw a bun- bunch of money at you, in this case, only, what, five years ago? Five years ago, there's 30 years of doing business. Five years ago, they throw all this money at you, and you're like, okay, you're now part of the family. Well, imagine if they t- 
times got <laughs> tough and your dad was like, all right, kids, you're all out of the house because no. I need to stay in the house. That's what they did, mm. right? So that's why like holding companies, and this is kind of like what, it's sort of like the the physical version of like the meme stocks. Remember, you have those companies that will do nothing but hedge funds. So hedge funds are where they will invest in a company when they're at their lowest, hedging that the company will do well and then make money off of it. Otherwise, if they do worse, then basically I, 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 there's a whole big discussion about hedge funds. But it's kind of like holding companies are sort of like physically owning these companies kind of like a hedge fund would, only they're, they're real companies that they're having to be involved with, like mm. as a true parent company, not an investor. So you get this company that comes in, throws a bunch of money at them, and then pulls the plug because they were just extremely poorly managed and made some really bad decisions. But I feel like this is a story we hear about all the time. I, I just, what was another company that shut down recently apart from Volition? Uh, recently? No. So I put on here that I was just like, what are some companies that have stopped making games that you can think of if, like, from your past? So for me, it was Sierra Entertainment. Now, Sierra Entertainment still exists, technically. It's actually a part of Activision. Mm. But Sierra does not um, produce titles anymore. The last title they produced was in 2004. So it's probably like SWAT 4 or something like that? Yeah, there, there's a bunch of titles I played. Um, so first of all, Frogger. Frogger was a Sierra Entertainment. I played Tribes. Oh, really? I never played Tribes. I heard like up through like Tribes 3, apparently. It was like really, really good. Uh, Tribes 2 was awesome. Uh, Tribes, I think it's called Tribes Vengeance. Tribes 3. Oh, okay. Tribes 3 was Tribes Vengeance. I didn't know Frogger was made by Sierra. Neither did I. But they went through a bunch of different names. They were Sierra, Sierra Entertainment, Sierra Online, when like online became a thing. Um, what was that one company that did a bunch of online games? Oh, Battlestorm. I think that was the name. It was like a subscription-based thing, but we, you could play different multiplayer games. Oh, interesting. I mean, um, King's Quest was a game I played from Sierra. Um, DOS, that was a DOS-based game. Mm-hmm. Um, you just shoot Larry, of course. <laughs> oh, but of course. <laughs> uh, Police Quest. There was a bunch of different Police Quests. I think it was like 1, 2, 3, and then there was SWAT. I liked Police Quest. Um, and then my two favorite games ever from my childhood that I played the absolute crap out of, also DOS-based games, Aces Over, the, over Europe and Aces Over the Pacific. I remember over the Pacific. I didn't play it personally, though. Pacific was actually the second one. Europe was the first one. Mm. And then, no, wait. Mm, I can't remember now. I think Pacific, actually, I think Pacific might have been first, and then Europe was second. I just remember dogfighting them, Messerschmitts, okay. in my Spitfire. Um, but yeah, no, I love that game. Uh, you know, but it's just it just got me thinking, like, man, where's some, where's some gaming? Oh, the Pharaoh game, yeah. Um, what are some games that or companies that are no longer around? Oh, Pandemic Studios. They made Mercenaries. That, that would have been an game. ironically named company today. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think the... Oh, my gosh. Okay. So Pandemic did Mercenaries 2, and they did the original Battlefront 2, if I'm not... The original Battle, Star Wars Battlefront 2? Not the... Not the not the as we know it now, but like the back in the early two thousands battlefront. Yeah, the early yeah. one where like Galactic Conquest was right. was a solid game. Dude, there were so <laughs> many Star Wars games that I loved back in the day. X Wing versus TIE Fighter for for space battles, absolutely one of my favorites back in the day. That's why I thought that the new X Wing game would feel more like that, but it really didn't. That game is very much on rails, which kind of sucks. I like the VR part of it. Like, I just, could see VR helping because I in a 2D screen, I got lost a lot, like where I was facing. I mean, I still get lost in VR, but it's just fun to fly around in an X-Men or a TIE Fighter. Yeah. And hear all the noises. <laughs> um, oh, shoot. What was the first person shooter Star Wars game where you were a stormtrooper? 
Oh, the, Republic Commando. No, it wasn't that one. There was another one. And well, I can't remember the name of it. Somebody in chat has to know. There's, there's, it was your first person stormtrooper, and you could like level up your blaster and stuff. But I forget what it's called. But that game was fun. Dark Alliance. No, it's not that one. Oh. I can't. Remember. Knights of the Old Republic. No, no, that's the that's the MMO. Yeah, you mean okay? I mean, there's Jedi and Jedi Outcasts and Jedi Academy. Maybe it was Dark Forces. Did you say Dark Forces? Yeah, it might have been Dark Forces. Yeah, that's oh, what no, I said. Saying. Dark Alliance. Oh yeah, that. Dark Forces. That's what it was. Yeah. No, it wasn't Battlefront. This is this is really predates Battlefront. It was fun. The sound design was always good because I feel like they just used sounds from the movie. <laughs> yeah, but can you think of any game studios though that don't exist anymore that have made like noteworthy titles? Anything LucasArts? <laughs> is LucasArts still around, though? I thought they were. I don't know. I'm, I'm, gonna look I'm now. not too sure. Because, I mean, Lego okay. did when Lego I, When Star I Wars. typed, is LucasArts, the thing that autofills is, is LucasArts coming back? <laughs> so, I don't know. Oh. Um, let me see. I think LucasArts is gone. I think it was part of the, the acquisition stuff. So it's, it's, uh, okay, so I'm going to go to their Wikipedia. Do they have a death date? <laughs> oh my god well they have a founded date 1982 holy crap may 1st 1982 uh of a year after i was born number of employees 10 as of 2013 really that seems really low maybe it was much bigger than that at one point because weren't they just like consult i mean aren't they consultants at this point Could- i don't know founder george lucas okay headquarters was uh san francisco othq are they dead am i yeah, THQ might be a dead company. Yeah, I don't. Let's see, Adventure Games. Okay, yeah, Microprose. Oh, first Star Wars yeah, game. the Sim. Oh yeah, Microprose. Yes. Uh, um, Papyrus was also another one. Papyrus was like, and in, in, very involved in like making NASCAR games and Formula One games and stuff like that. Oh, it's like early Sim titles, or were yeah. they a Sim, or were they actually like just? arcade style racing they were more simmy than arcade but they were okay. limited by the tech at the time of course yeah trying to see anything here about last years last years as part of an independent lucasfilm that was 2008 it says ward left the company in early february 2008 for personal reasons but he was replaced by howard rothman as an interim president acquisition by disney that's probably when lucasarts officially like wasn't a standalone studio anymore yeah I thought maybe that it was during the acquisition that it kind of got dissolved a little bit as now Disney Studios. Cause you still see the LucasArts logo, though, on, on some on some of the Disney Star Wars stuff. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're consulted with, at least in terms of keeping I the game song accurate. I think, I think when Disney bought anything to do with Lucas, they were just like, we know better now. I mean, because <laughs> they got with that bounty hunting game that... The trailers look pretty good. Spoiler alert. In the next movie, Ray's going to be wearing Minnie Mouse ears. Ha ha. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when's the next Transformers movie coming? Because I'd rather watch that. Oh, my God. I haven't watched a Transformers <laughs> movie past the second one. Mostly because I just, I, I am like one of the biggest haters of Shia LaBeouf. He's not in like the newer one. I know, but oh. but he, but I hated him so much, I wouldn't give the franchise a chance past him. Oh, I'm just in it for the giant robots. To I was like, okay, Shia LaBeouf <laughs> and... Megan Fox. I couldn't get past it. I don't like Megan Fox. I just couldn't get past it. So okay. I was like, okay. That's Other than fair. the fact that I had Camaros in it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Rare. Oh, yeah, they made Perfect Dark. That was a good game on the N64. Disney is kind of evil, is what someone said. I mean, duh. I mean, <laughs> there's a reason why evil? they're the biggest company <laughs> yeah. in the world. Because they they're the biggest company in the world. 
um, taking into account the number of companies of which they own. We've ever seen how many companies are owned by the Disney company? Okay. Uh, what companies does the Disney company... When I type what companies does, the Disney company automatically autofilled. So it's either oh. listening or freaking <laughs> a lot of people were looking this crap up. You're asking too many questions about the mouse. Okay, there's seven companies owned by the Disney Corp. But first, the first one, 21st Century Fox. Okay. You know what's ironic about that? Is people, I don't want to get political, but people lump Disney in a very liberal sense. And mm. anything Fox is usually the opposite of that. True. So that's just, that's interesting to me already. Capital Cities, ABC, Pixar Animation, Lucasfilm, uh, Marvel Entertainment, Fox Family Worldwide. Okay. Okay. BamTech LLC. What is BamTech? B-A-M. BamTech. Disney right. Diversity and Inclusiveness Transparency. Apparently that's a company. Disney Diversity and Inclusiveness Transparency. Not that they own way more than seven companies. It's a lifestyle clothing company. Really? Yeah. BamTech Fitness Apparel. Okay. Made, made from bamboo. <laughs> oh, hence bam. Tech. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That now. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So it's about, it. it's about it's about it's <laughs> about um, clean manufacturing of apparel because uh, uh, bamboo is a material that people can use. That sustainable material. It's sustainable, and you can make fabric out of it. Yeah. The thing is, I believe it also burns up really fast if you get near open flame. I remember reading a thing about bamboo can like it's not the greatest near really hot stuff so okay. good to know maybe not go to any bonfires wearing a bamboo shirt or jump into automated cars <laughs> <laughs> or just go into the desert in the yeah. in the summertime uh, all right we're gonna go ahead and move on to the ftfa section this is from the freaking audience where you can write us your questions that you think would be interesting and short i keep having to say this every you know i don't know why i'm surprised by this but anyway this one comes to us from vic oh by the way if you want to write us it's rtfm at jace2cents.com and uh we take questions that we think are going to be interesting add to the discussion and we'll throw it in so this one comes from vic he says i really enjoy watching the channel and the rtfm show you recently showcased a few new new monitors on your channel with your recent personal upgrade any plans on upgrading your personal rig monitor or waiting for something to suit you better than your current widescreen so there's another part which they ask you on to my section yeah so i'm using the 38 inch lg 4k wide 1600p uh, tall, so it's an ultra wide screen that's 4K wide but 16P tall. So it's bigger than a uh, 2440 by or whatever the ultra wide is. I forget, right? Yeah. Um, like the 3440. Yeah, 3440 by 1440. Like this is a 38 inch, so it's 4K wide, which makes the pixels look like 4K. It's just I don't have the 4K vert, mm. so my resolution is very odd. Um, which means you know when I put a 4090 in that system, there's a lot of pixels for it to push. <laughs> Um, but I, I haven't felt any need to change that monitor. It's FreeSync, but because of the FPS is so freaking high with the 4090, I haven't had to turn it on because yeah. I'm not dropping, I'm not going above or below the FreeSync range anyway. Um, the color saturation is great. There's nothing wrong with the monitor. There's, there, it's a curved. It's like a, I think a 800R curve, I think. I like curved panels, especially ultra-wides. There just hasn't been anything else that's come out to replace it as far as I'm concerned. Like, if LG had that panel in OLED, I might consider it. But right now, the OLED is is just, it's a curved OLED just like the Xenion monitor, mm -hmm. but it's 1440. And the 40-inch panel at 1440, the text is a little blocky. Oh, okay. So I don't want to downgrade pixel density, if that makes sense. That's fair. But I don't feel the need, it's IPS, I don't feel the need to uh, have the, 
if if I if I had if I could get the exact same panel in OLED, I would do that. But okay. I don't want to give up anything for OLED. If that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, yeah, if you could just change change it to a direct transfer to an OLED version. Yeah. Because what I would gain is I would gain some better saturation. Honestly, I mean, the, I like my system only does gaming for the most part, so I like a bit saturated, punchy colors. Mm-hmm. Whereas our monitors here are all much more accurate. Yeah. For obvious reasons. But his question goes on to say, I was also wondering how Nick likes his Samsung, the one from the, mon- the Micro Center shopping spree, oh, the and, and what Phil has. I honestly don't know what Phil has, and he's not here, so I can't ask him. We could text him. <laughs> nah. It's just, it's just, it's just a day off. Uh, well, yeah, I like the, the Samsung G9. It's yeah, the just, G9 Odyssey. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, I don't. there's nothing I don't like but about it. But isn't it weird when you, when you talk in front of it, you can hear the sound bouncing back That's at you? That's my secret. I don't talk. <laughs> Okay, I guess, yeah, I guess if you're a man, a few words. But you're in Discord and stuff with us. Is that only on your racing sim? Yeah, the, well, yeah, it's only on my racing sim. Oh, okay. And even then I have a headset, and I'm, I barely talk. Like, even on the, the Le Mans race, I'm talking if I'm not driving. I see. Yeah. Yeah, but, I was going to say, that, that was the thing. Like, we had one of those big G9s, the higher-end model one from the one that you have. Mm-hmm. The, 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 I, don't, I think it's the Neo or whatever. But... I or the Geo. I don't know what's called. It's, it I was the top. Neo. I think it's the Neo. But when he set it up, and I start and I sat in front of it, and I went, "Hello." Yeah. I was like, ah. <laughs> "Yeah, I don't like it. it." Sounded like it's in surround sound because yeah. the sound obviously with that thousand R curve, it's a very the sound sounds <laughs> very curved. Yeah, you sound like you're in an echo chamber. That's my biggest problem with it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I haven't had grips with it in that aspect. I have a headset, and it also sits slightly higher than like it's. Like further back, and it's tilted downwards in a sense, to me. So I don't have that issue that that sound issue. Well, if it's pointing at you and you're looking at it, it can still reverb the sound. But if it's farther away, then you would have it sitting on a desk, and that's going to help. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's on that monitor stand or whatever. And then my main one is like a third. It's an LG 34 inch IPS that does like 160, 166, probably 165. Yeah. But I, I just yeah. I have no gripes about that one either. <laughs> and that's the one you have the 3080 on? No, that's the 2080 Ti. You you went, you opted for putting the 3080 on your racing sim with the bigger the bigger panel, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 2080 Ti. Wow. That's it does the job. Like it works. I'm a terrible boss. Why? All right, moving on. <laughs> You're not terrible. <laughs> I haven't complained about it. Like there's no need to upgrade it like I'm, I don't know, man. If you don't have a 4090, are you really gaming? Maybe I'm not gaming. Who knows? I just feel like that's what people think. I think. <laughs> I, I don't think people understand. Stop like, telling me how I feel. Yeah, I'm. I'm fairly content with it. Like I ha- it hasn't dropped frames to the point of I want to upgrade. You know, like it works. And uh, somebody asked what mic arms we're using. We're, these are the Frameworks Gatorworks arms. The uh, Frameworks Gator arms. Gator Frameworks. No, Frameworks is the brand, and then Gator, G A T O R Gator was the was the arm. Oh. We like it because it, they're. They're very quiet, as you can hear. They don't. <laughs> it doesn't transfer sound <laughs> to the microphone. I mean, how many people in their live streams would be willing to do this with their microphone and they'll hear just a little bit of, little bit of noise? Like a thunk. If I did this at home, it's, all <laughs> it's terrible because the mic arm I have at home is the worst. Oh. Ironically, I have one of these in my closet. I've just been too lazy to hook it up, and it's been that way for like two years. I think that's the one that's sitting in the Amazon box right here, dude. No, that was another one I bought to replace the one I brought home. Oh my God. <laughs> well, 
Because <laughs> I needed a spare, okay? <laughs> you need a spare for something that barely gets moved around. All right. <laughs> you, like, set it once and leave it. <laughs> so, no, at home I'm moving it around all the time. Okay. Because I do the guitar streams or I do the gaming stream. It's very different positions. But So Aren't Billy you? says, Billy! Hey, Billy says, what's your guy's favorite typical Starbucks order? It depends on the on the mood, honestly. It depends on probably the season, too. Yeah, I mean... Right now, I'm like totally pumpkin spice. I, I mean... I had to do that in my Valley Girl accent. Last year, I was Total really into chip. those apple crisp macchiatos. I never even had one. Oh, I, yeah. Did it taste like an apple fritter? A little bit, yeah. So like the thing apple is, like, pie. the difference is, like, my Starbucks drinks now, they have barely anything in... Hey, close my move ring. Hey, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have barely anything in them anymore. I just do oat milk, iced oat milk lattes. Because I'm allergic, I'm not allergic, but I'm lactose intolerant to cow milk um, okay. or dairy. Yeah. But I just have them do like for the pumpkin spice right now. I just had them do like two pumps of the pumpkin spice. Normally, do they'll do like six or more. I'm just like, dude, I don't want syrup mm. for coffee. I've been kicking the coffee off lately and just been doing like straight matcha lattes or or even I, like the the chai lattes. Yeah, I kind of need to get off the coffee, but I don't want to. I mean, I'm going to go back to it eventually. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> I just don't like feeling like I need coffee. That's fair. The problem is like I can, I can wean off coffee. I go through the withdrawals and the headaches and all the crap like anything else. Mm. And then I feel better. Because what I t- tend to do is if when I'm going to kick coffee, I just I just start taking protein shakes in place of it. And that, is, mm. that, ma- that has make it, made the headaches a lot less noticeable. More tolerable. Like I'm not getting the like someone's, you know, police open up forehead kicking me right like <laughs> as if it's a door get on the ground <laughs> so, no they're banging down the door that's what it feels like in my head okay okay but the protein makes it so it's just kind of a light throb like it's not that big of a deal uh, but then what happens is you go okay i'm off coffee now i'm just gonna give myself a little treat today and then in three weeks you're like i'm having nine today you know because it's like anything else back it's, up to it's like the dopamine it becomes dopamine at that point you know yeah Coffee's better than monster drinks. Yeah, I know. And we, we used to drink monster all the time. We barely have them anymore. Yeah. There's a lot of unhealthy habits that we've gotten better at. Uh, hence hence the tea. <laughs> but no, typically my, my coffee of choice would just be just espresso and oat milk. That's it. Nothing in it. I just, I like PSL. I like the pumpkin spice flavor. And it's funny because I hate pumpkin, but I like the PSL flavor. That's why I had them just do like a little bit in there. That's it. I think, I mean. I don't even have them do whipped cream or any of that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if I'm out like in OC or something, I'd, I'd try the fancy coffees, like the Vietnamese coffee with like the, the egg cream or something on top of it, like the egg foam. You haven't had that before? I don't do any of the foam. I'm a, oh. I'm, look, I think the type of like, I'm just thinking, I think the type of ADHD slash sensory, sensory person I am, I don't like foamy things. Like uh, literally? <laughs> so like literally. No, I'm only learning about this stuff because as my kids in, are, are going through like their ADHD therapies and stuff, I'm learning about like, oh yeah, I got that, right? <laughs> hey. Only only their kids and they're getting a head start on I'm it. Like, and I'm like, I'm 42 oh. and I'm stupid, you know? <laughs> I'm not saying ADHD makes you stupid. I'm saying I'm stupid. But anyway. I've seen enough ADHD memes to scare myself into thinking maybe I'm autistic. Like, <laughs> It's possible. I know. Because like, the thing dang, is, the I more we be. learn about autism, the more we learn about like back. So when I was, I know I just went totally off the rails from where I was in my conversation. But when I was in school, like as a kid, um, and by kid, I mean like elementary school, fifth grade, sixth grade, going into middle school. They would, they would have kids that seemed off in terms of learning, mm. like tested. And typically all they tested was like for dyslexia 
and, and maybe some other learning disabilities, but like autism wasn't really a thing that people knew or understood very much. Yeah. As I got older, like high school age, the only thing they really knew about autism at that time was the severe, low functioning, can't communicate type of autism. Like that was autism. That was it. That was, there was no spectrum to it. It was just, oh, you have, you have express, you're expressively disabled. You're autistic, which as we know today, that's very wrong. Mm. There, there are so many kinds. There are so, well, that's, that's why it's a spectrum, right? Yeah. It's like almost like an, like an infinite number of possibilities of how autism can manifest itself. Yeah. But I think like, I feel like brilliance itself, like true human brilliance is fueled by autism or ADHD or hyperactivity. Like, I feel like these are no longer disabilities. They're actual superpowers and talents that people are learning to function with, which unlocks more capabilities that maybe people never even knew about. Because I think if you drill down to the, in, the imperfections of the human brain, every single human is either autistic or ADHD or some sensory disorder or something. Oh, when you because, figure it out. Because all you're doing is naming the imperfections in our bodies and our, mm-hmm. our brains. Yeah. Right? So I feel like that's, a, that's something that as people learn to deal with and rather than just, okay, this person is autistic, let's put them in a special needs class. Because my daughter, one of the things that I think is awesome, her classes, every class she's had from like second grade and up has always had uh, an inclusive, like if there's a student that has moved to the school and is of age, like the same age as that class and that's the grade they're in, the autistic student is in class with the rest of the class. They are not in a... They're included. They're not in a separate special needs class. They are, and, and the differences that you would see at the beginning of the year versus the end of the year and like the, pro- the progress that these students make, it's kind of insane to say, wow, you know, when I was a kid, they were just like, they're in a special room all by themselves, different lunch, different play period, different everything. Oh. Like why, why segregate it? Or they get like the, they get to leave class for the extra class on the side or whatever and come back right before lunch or something like that. The, 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 usually the only people I saw with that are people that had diagnosed ADD and it wasn't ADHD. It was just ADD. Mm. Or maybe like um, ESL. ESL. Uh, English second language. Oh, okay. Because I remember elementary, there was one for speech. I, I did that a little bit too. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, I think it's, um, it, I think it's just as we grow and we learn more about the human brain, I think the human brain's imperfections are just having names now. So if you look at it that We're way, everyone it. has a name to their imperfection. It's like the map's being discovered and then the points on the map are getting named now. I think it's enlightening <laughs> for a lot of people to have that validation of like, okay, I've been dealing with this my whole life. It has a name. But I feel like sometimes people get a little too caught up in letting that define them. Mm. If that makes sense. It, yeah, it, it does make sense. Because sometimes people will look at a diagnosis as a definition of who they are. And although a diagnosis of whatever disability or medical condition you might be dealing with absolutely influences and impacts your quality of life and your daily life. I don't, I feel like if we start to use that as the definition of who we are, then that's just a depressing state to be in. If that makes sense. Like for instance, imagine you're, you're 32. Mm -hmm. Imagine you went and truly got tested and they're like, congratulations, Nicholas, you have ADHD with 
XYZ disorder. ADHD oh always is accompanied with something. Yeah. It's never just, you have ADHD. There, there's always, there's always a sub component to it. Yeah. Character early. <laughs> yeah. You can choose to be like, oh, I have that. It's like, or oh. wow, I have that. Yeah. Because <laughs> guess what? Nothing changed. Nothing changed for you. Yeah. It's still going to be the same. You might get a little bit more clarity and understanding how to battle through moments where that gets in your way. Mm-hmm. which is exactly what I'm dealing with. Like, I think people have noticed over the last year or so. Um, it's like someone just said, I'm, I'm offensive and in minimizing. No, I think you're choosing to hear it in a defense, an offensive and minimizing way, which is your own slant that you're putting on it. But anyway, I digress. Uh, we're having real conversation here, not looking for reasons to be offended. The thing is like, now that I'm 42 and over the last year or so, I've really started sort of drilling down and going through the testing and the therapies and stuff to figure out like, what is it about what I always considered to be things that hold me back that I always just assumed were ADHD or whatever, but to have some validation to say, Hey, this is, this is what it is. Mm. It's no longer like bothered me now that I know, like I used to be bothered by the idea of not knowing and then wondering, but now that I know it's like, okay, cool. It's got a name. It's real. And we just move forward with that. You know how to work around it too. Cause I mean, at least it's identified in that sense. You're not throwing parts at it per se. Like you're not throwing a catalog of ideas. Right. You can, you can start focusing on ideas that are proven to work. Yeah. Now that's up to, that's up to whatever type of of therapy or, um, I, I see the thing is like therapy is a very large encompassing word. There's a lot of different ways a person can receive therapy. So it depends on which one, like if there's proven ones to help you focus, right? If you, if you have ADHD and you can't focus, because right, you can hyper-focus, yeah. which you've talked about a million times, you can get stuck on something and you can't get off of it. Yeah. There's, when I was a kid, that would have been like, there's no way you have ADHD because you can focus so on focused. stuff. Yeah. It's like, but that's also ADHD. But you would at least start being able to discover tools on how to... Break it? No. Or not. How, how to just go along with it. Yeah. I think that's, I think that you trying to cure it or break it, like you're saying might be the wrong, the wrong approach. Cause I don't think, I don't think you can necessarily break that habit of hyper-focusing and stuff. I think you just learn how to embrace it or and collaborate use it. with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why I was saying earlier, I feel like it could be a strength. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it can. It, yeah. You just have to know exactly what it is that triggers it or whatever. This is beyond my area of expertise. <laughs> well, I think that's beyond a lot of people's area of expertise, <laughs> yeah. even those that, that know. <laughs> and just okay. put it out there so it's not used against me later. <laughs> so this next one comes from Matt. It says, would you guys ever try to design and 3D print a custom SFF case for a video? I know you haven't got, uh, done an extreme SFF build in a while, but I thought it would be a cool concept. Is it the super small form factor? SFF is just small form factor. Oh, okay. So like the Expanse build is F- SFF. Technically... The, the PC right here on the game on the racing rig mm-hmm. would also be considered an SFF. There's no like cr- true standard of like, okay, it's got to yeah. be this many liters or under to be an SFF. I mean, I'd be more interested to do it, but I'd want to try and change up materials apart from just PLA. Like, it can't be PLA. Yeah, I'd, I'd want to try like nylon, even though, or the carbon stuff, but I know carbon's, carbon's conductive. Abra- and abrasive. Yeah. I mean, you, talk about, you talk about nozzle wear by the time you oh, print a case. There's some dope nozzles out there now. So. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> wasn't that one of the biggest issues with graphite and metal and, and all that stuff with the, those, those infused um, filaments? Car- that, yeah, the, the nylon stuff. Like was they were the just most. grinding the nozzle away? Yeah. 
Mm. But uh, I mean, back then, from when I've spoken with the uh, Jetman, they used to have like ruby tips. I actually have one. I just haven't been brave enough to put it on my printer. Sounds expensive. Uh, I was like, I think it was like a hundred bucks or something back back but it's then. It's made with real rubies. Just the tip, the hot end, the hot end of the tip is is a ruby tip, so it doesn't take the, it doesn't get worn out as much from the, from the material. And recently, I found I came across a diamond tip. Yeah. Oh yeah, diamond tip makes sense. I mean, diamond cuts glass. I, yeah. I, I can imagine a diamond tip, obviously, um, withstanding the wear and tear of an abrasive filament. That'd be cool. And I I know Dustin keeps yelling at me to change my uh, my filament habits because I get like the most abrasives. I have a I really like a, a glow in the dark PLA, but the glow in the dark material is abrasive to the nozzle. And I have a full metal hot end right now, but it's only a matter of time until it's like, okay, I should probably just up the up the nozzle type if I want to keep printing it. Um, we would obviously need a much bigger print bed <laughs> than what we currently have. Yeah. I mean, the Lulzbot <laughs> could probably work for some of the bigger, rougher, don't have to be like super pretty type of parts. But the Prusa the, is amazing. It's amazing, but it's so small. It's so small. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah I, I mean, like I said, we're, I'm working on getting us an XL, but still. The XL print bed should be about the size of the Ender 5 there. That'd be dope. Which would be nice. But I want one and that's the like. Multi-head extruder. But I want one that's like the size of this table. <laughs> that's what I want. I mean, not just I mean, single you, printing of the case. Have you seen the videos of the people doing a DIY one and they like print a whole chair? Yeah. yeah. yeah have you seen those videos of the big cement printers printing a building? House, yeah. I want one of those. That'd Dude, cool. think big, man. <laughs> uh, I'm cool with like the. It's in the parking lot. I printed a house. <laughs> yeah, but where are we going to park? I don't care. I printed a house. What? <laughs> All right. Who's going to live in it? <laughs> I want to know what printers. There's a company out here in SoCal, but they actually make a, they make a concept for a design on like an automotive arrow. Like they print out a bumper and then they make that bumper in the mold for actually producing the, the bumper to mount into the car. And I know a couple SEMA builds also use the 3D printer to like make their bumpers, like to actually change their car up with 3d printed parts i thought that was pretty cool hmm. all right um i put this one as anonymous i didn't put his name on there only because of the the first part of the question so the first one is probably not the right question but how would you move on from a 20-year relationship honestly struggling a bit but your content is great is a great distraction uh his i feel kind of bad because the, the profile photo also was them and a child so there's probably a child involved in this breakup um Gosh, I don't know. I, I feel like really lean in on your child's life, if that is your child. Like, let that be your focus. Priority, yeah. Yeah, like, because the, the child seemed pretty young. I'd say five or under. Mm. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't think you're ever going to move on 100% from a 20-year relationship. I think you're going to carry a lot of that relationship and whatever trauma you're carrying from that relationship with you. Um, distractions, honestly, hobbies, you know. It's probably going to be the, uh, a very different situation, but it's going to be kind of like when my dad died. I had to find ways to like, okay, this is what life looks like without my dad. Mm-hmm. And then be like, how can I move forward and not get stuck in the cycle or the loop of mourning? Because at that point, he's mourning a relationship. Yeah. Which is a connection nonetheless, you know. Um, so that would be my biggest suggestion. If, if the child in the photo is yours, lean into that child as much as possible as much as you're allowed. I don't know what the custody situation would be at this point, but try and be involved if you're allowed to be involved, et cetera, et cetera. At the very least, dive into your hobbies and dive into your friends. Like surround yourself with as much positivity as possible. 
Um, next question, which I thought was quite contrast. When did you turn gray? And, and how, how freaked out did it make you? He says, I'm, I'm one, sure this is directed to you. <laughs> he said, I'm one year younger than you, but I've only just begun to turn. And I like how he said turn, like he's turning into a zombie. Hey, that's cool, dude. Thanks, Anonymous. <laughs> anyway, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Again, your hair color doesn't define you. I mean, people might think you're older than you are, but I, I, I was never bothered by my gray hair. It sounds like obviously you're bothered by it because you're starting, you, you've had whatever, either black hair or brown hair in the photo, but you've had this pigment to your hair all your life. And now suddenly you're realizing, uh-oh, that pigment's starting to fade. Um, I have, oh, have been turning gray since I was 13. And by the time I was 25, all the sides of my hair were gray. And so I just never, it, I was just so used to it. It never bothered me. And it's funny because the easy, there's, there's two low-hanging fruits people would use to try and get to me, my weight or my hair color. And neither of them bothered me. Like the weight, I can, I can do something about that. Right now, I just really like food, right? Yeah. <laughs> the hair, I've, I've dyed my hair before just out of curiosity. Like, what do I look like if I dyed my hair? You remember when I shaved my beard and I dyed my hair? We went to that Nissan event, and you were like, you look like Jay's kid. Like, you look like if Jay had a son. <laughs> Because I shaved off first all the, of his kind, last of his name. Yeah, you guys were sitting there like uh, like uh, freaking uh, Game of Thrones, naming me the entire day. But you, I remember I looked at you at one point. I was just standing there, and you're like, "Just stop looking at me." <laughs> you look weird because I had I had dark brown hair and no and no beard. I was like. <laughs> This this is Jay, but it's not Jay. Like, like, my, yeah. my Google second. It's Jay's illegitimate son. <laughs> my Google security is going off. <laughs> like, it's like when you try to make yourself in a character select, but it's not close enough. Yeah. And they don't have a proper facial hair or hair option. I, I, actually, I think uh, the Witcher made white hair cool. Cause, uh, yeah, but I don't have white hair. I have silver hair. Silver hair, whatever. It looks cool. Like Just run, run, run with it. I think you'll be fine. The only thing, here's the thing that bothers me about gray hair, though, and the more the more gray I get. Uh, anyone in chat that has gray hair knows gray hair is stiffer than pigmented hair. So my hair used to be curly. I used to have curly hair, mm -hmm. like really wavy hair. I, I remember the photo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but now my hair is like, bing, <laughs> straight out, like straight out. And it, I look like freaking, you know, Doc from Back to the Future stuck his fork in a light socket. That's what it looked like in the morning. And the yes. thing is like the amount of like, trying to get it to do anything that's why i have to use like like hair gel because i'm i'm sorry there's no way i can control this head of hair that's one of the reasons why i keep it short because uh it's really stiff and wiry which sort of sucks but i get a couple white hairs but i only get to see them when i grow out my hair otherwise it's too short to notice my when the top of my head started going gray it was right in the middle actually it was just off to the side but it has like this patch look like a racing stripe i used to call it my skunk stripe because I have this, I have photos and I look back and I'm like, oh look, you can see the skunk stripe forming. <laughs> so like, I the sides first and then went down the middle and then went. The pit, like, the then pew. it met. <laughs> the only place like on my head that I still have like brown hair is right here, right here. My That's chin it. is all gray now. Your mustache is a little brown. bit. It's like half and half now. But I remember like, like I had 75%. like five percent. I remember when I had like three gray hairs right here in my chin when I was like, <laughs> I was probably like 28. I was like, damn it. Bink, bink, bink. And my mom was always like, you know, everyone you picked, there's going to be two more that come into this place. I'm like, no, it won't. <laughs> Behold. And then on the sides, I have some gray speckled in. But eventually, I think I'll, I'll probably ditch the beard when it's all gray. Because at that point, I feel like I'll look way older than I actually am. But 
How about a goatee? I have pictures of me having a goatee. I just look like a dick. I don't remember you having a goatee. I because I got rid of it before you and I ever really like, oh, okay. became friends. <laughs> Trust me, that's probably why we're friends. <laughs> look, look like Jay the douchebag goes to White Castle. <laughs> oh I had a goatee, the the full on, you know, and then it even grew down here for a while, like down the neck. Oh, like the the Viking <laughs> yeah. goatee. Yeah. No, no, not not hanging like the the oh, neck beard. The part neck of it. beard. Oh, yeah. so it used to. And then for a while there, I shaved the sides and the mustache, so I just had the the patch of hair on my chin because I was really big in like the early two thousands, right? The, the elongated soul patch. I look back now and I'm like, God, Jay, you're just such a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, it was like yeah, it was like a reverse soul patch. I didn't even have this right; it was down here. <laughs> we were inverted. <laughs> Speaking of inverted, we have to invert the start of the show to the end of the show. Hi. That was the best segue that was, yeah, ever. That was pretty good. So, all right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with today's show. Uh, Phil will be back next week. So it was oddly quiet on this one. No. This was an oddly quiet show. I got show. to talk. You did get to talk. <laughs> you did get to talk. It's just there was, no, to, there was no laugh track. I didn't have to hold a talking stick. I just got to talk. <laughs> the talking tape? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, like I said, if you want to email us and maybe get your question put into the show, if you think it'll be interesting topic to talk about, hit us up at the RTFM at, not the RTFM, but RTFM at jsuesense.com. Check out the merch store too. Keep your eyes peeled. The melting connector logo design is sick. You can see it up on the community tab and then uh, you're going to want to get your own because when they're gone, they're gone. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.